I unfollowed a lot of people on my social media recently, and my timeline is stress-free. It's like the occasional spring cleaning of old accounts I don't talk to anymore. After like two years of being friends with mutuals, it's time to go separate ways. Also, I didn't like being copied from like a fourth grader on a school test, especially when it says give us a summary of your life, and somehow they are copying that too. I don't have enough boundaries despite my personality being so open. So it leads me to the same problems, but I'm just gearing people up for the new decade. So they will be equipped for the whole decade. Michael Jackson was a gatekeeper in the 80s, and gay people had start. And the difference is that I actually share a lot of my plans with the people in the music industry, even if they're from a different um, music label. So, And also, I'm, um, even though I'm close to everybody's age, I have a lot more wisdom than they do because I hung out with a lot of older people, and so that's you know the main difference. But using my life story as their own is where I draw the line, for sure. And copying my shaved buzz cut is probably not even that exciting, but it's kind of creepy. Like, I I don't, you know, it was, it was kind of eerie. It, it was like, um, like, it was flattering at first, but it was kind of like, I don't know, strange. Uh, someone else used that for their debut image. I won't say any names. Anyways, so, you know, I just lost touch with a lot of people. But it's all fine now, because girls have each other's backs. The situation, I would just wish it wasn't like you know, the part where we I have to um, ask for boundaries because they, they they don't understand that we're we're new friends, but we're not um like I understand like it's nice being inspired by my life, but I'm just very uncomfortable with with it being inspiring works uh when it really shouldn't be inspiring um that like um you know it shouldn't be a huge giant in our friendship. But right now, I just feel like I just need some space. I had a New Jersey band DM me, so I'm going to give a quick review. Two Eyes Bands. At Two Eyes Bands. An alternative band from New Jersey. They covered a Noel Gallagher song. They did a Dream On cover. High Flying Birds is the title if you search it up online or on YouTube. For a starter band, they are ahead of the most SoundCloud musicians, but playing live stream, uh, so they, um, they have live, uh, a live band, live instruments, because you know how everybody's, um, engineering online, so everything's not as live, because, um, I'm just following a lot of, where this account is mostly following a lot of beta singers, so when I review people, it's not people who are already A-listers, it's people who are already coming up, so they're stars on the rise, so it is okay that everybody's starting off at at this small stage that's why it's like these are for beginner friendly artists and people who um should deserve a shout out you know honestly these are beginners um are they at the top no but it's nice to give people the little spotlight they deserve because we all start somewhere and who knows what if someday i shout out an artist and they get a big break speaking of auditions i wrote another piece hosted by a grammy winning producer who obviously favored rap and mp3s but the contest did say you could submit lyrics, which I did. I sent it in too, and so I wanted to shout out the best of the crop. So I did get permission to have his um, his Instagram name, so it's at Ghost, G-H-O, the dollar sign, then the letter E, whose demo was a standout amongst the boys who dominated the live Zoom edition. I think there was like three good boys in there. There was a boy who did um, EDM style um, rapping and then two other male rappers. And they they had their demo um, tapes, and it was all professional. It was all finished works. 
remember how I felt out of place because I didn't have a finish work, I just had lyrics. So moving on, so on the app Spoon, Spoon is just like discourse. I know it, it's, I know people are like um, hit or miss with it, but it's kind of like discourse, except for instead of talking about video games, we're just talking and chatting. So you can have a talent show, you could talk late night, you could have ASMR talk, you guys can have a talent show, which is what we did. So I joined a talent show um, forum. And I spent the weekend listening to talent shows by ordinary people. So, you know, it was nice because you get to talk to real people and like actually get direct feedback, which is what I wanted. So I heard a real a really good singer that was honestly better than the audition that I did the day before. And he had a live guitar. So he was playing with um, like a real guitar, you know. And his name is Ray and his I'm going to put his at it's Coffee Lover 2. And then a boy that I also want to shout out, his name is Eli. Unfortunately, I don't have his app because I don't know if he deleted it or something like that. So I downloaded SoundCloud after years of procrastinating. I love It's Only Because of You. Uh, that's, the, that's the name of the song. It's Only Because of You. I Feel This Way by Kepter Room. So Kepter's Room. And then another song, Greyhound by Petite League. And my new favorite indie artist, Castle Beat. So simple, but very nostalgic sound almost sounded like DeMarco and it was so calm to the ear it's called worries worries by castle beat I'm going to make a little segment of new SoundCloud singers I liked for each episode called artists on SoundCloud so I like to have a little heart-to-heart it's a very universal issue we have with self-confidence, how we're always pushing ourselves down and now we don't really believe in ourselves enough when we really should. Listen to ourselves. Um, I have self-consciously, without even realizing it, critiqued myself harder than I should have. And I had this issue while getting ready to do a Pinterest-inspired mirror selfie, which I haven't done in years, by the way. And then my first impression was two things. My eyebrows were not drawn in addition to them not being drawn on. And they were long enough uh, where my arms were like, I, I, you know, I, I fat shamed myself. I called myself fat. I literally, I called myself fat. I'm not even a fat person. I'm mid-size, which is so scary that I would say that based off one picture of myself. And it made me mad because first off, I do arm workouts quite frequently, like all the time. And secondly, it was my self-image that was being attacked. It was my self-worth that was being attacked. And honestly, I bet the pictures, if they were truly unedited, were probably just fine. Body dysmorphia is when you feel bad about yourself. When I didn't have any security, insecurity at the time, it was nitpicked in one second. And I think it's another reason why we should talk about what we what we feel and what we're doing. Because if we don't, we're just going to have it stuck in our, our minds when we're sad alone. Because, you know, we listen to lo-fi and cry at night. <laughs> uh, you know, because I'm already a traumatized person. Loving myself saves me time. And here's a quote I learned. Self-love is the greatest middle finger of all time. So I don't think about it, and I hope my negative self-worth doesn't rub off on people. It's hard because a typical photo on Instagram is taken on an expensive camera 
and usually they have good lighting and good makeup, which is probably an hour long if you think about it. Plus, they had to find a good location. Plus, photo editing. You know how they have the uh, all the editing apps on social media and you could just Photoshop it? Plus, the caption. Uh, I have to search for my captions. I don't know about you guys, but that doesn't come off the top of my tongue anymore. Because I used to quote a lot of songs, but now I can't quote songs anymore because it seems unprofessional. Based off uh, what I do now. So that's a whole weekend's worth of work. And it's sad because people think that it that they really look like that unedited unfiltered untouched and the photos that they don't post that aren't edited you know they aren't as bad as the edited photos they think they uh, edit out any acne or anything the lighting perhaps a glare you know it shouldn't be compared to a finished work that you saw in a magazine and i think we forget we have uteruses especially when i noticed that i looked at myself my body in the mirror and everybody's like trying to make their stomach seem flat as possible. We have a uterus. It sticks out. No matter how skinny you are, you're still going to have it. So, you know, don't feel bad about not being super, super thin. You know, it's medically there. You can't get rid of it. You have a gut and it's permanent. And no matter how skinny you are, you have organs. You have organs. Yes, you have organs. You are not fat. You have organs. And your arms are like mine. They do a lot of things every day. They have people, they might clean the house, they might just go to school, they might go to work, they might just go for a jog. And today, that day I recorded this, I had a bad angle of the my arms. And that doesn't mean that I'm lazy in any way. By the way, I do need to remind myself that it is okay to be flawed. And that it's, oh, another quote, it all begins and ends in your mind. What you give power to has power over you if you allow it. That's one of my new favorite quotes. How to solve vitamin dysmorphia is not a one-size-fits-all, because no matter what we are, we are all victims of our own self-conscious, or whatever obstacles we face. A good positive affirmation is to leave a voicemail to yourself. When you're happy and you tell yourself you are never apologizing for being yourself, or your appearance, or whatever someone else says about you, that brings you down. It's a projection of what they are going through. Jealousy is envy in disguise, and envy means you have something that they don't know. Say to yourself this quote, I, it's a mantra, I deserve all the love I can give and receive and return, and no one can take away from me my self-worth. You know, that's, I was inspired by Pinterest and then I changed it, so <laughs> I hope you guys like it. Uh, sometimes we have to verbalize what we need to hear. I have a tons of screenshots of self affirmations um whether i found it on pinterest or tumblr or sometimes you could find out instagram if you look in the hashtags but like today i forgot how glad I, I am when i reminded myself of how far i've actually come as a young adult who was 24 yeah i'm 24 by the way i know i look older i act older but i'm actually very young and it makes sense my face is still changing and i'm done with puberty since you know I don't know who's listening. You know, my, you might be younger than me, so I'm assuming that you're going through puberty. And you know, but if we choose to ignore all the flaws, we go into action for whatever action film we are in. So I like to picture it as when I give myself a little pep talk, I say, if I was in an action film and I was a character, I need to snap into action. I can't be fixated on what my appearance looks like. 
Because if I were getting chased by a monster or something, I'd be dead meat. I'd be the first pickings off the disaster. I would be, my character would be cut off. You know, like in all the scary movies, like the scary movies, Halloween franchise, you know, the bimbo, she always, they're the first ones to get killed off. So, unfortunately, <laughs> it's a funny distraction, but I, when I give myself a pep talk about my self-image, that's how I feel about it. Because he saves me so much time to love myself. It honestly, you should do the same thing and save yourself time. Just love yourself. Um, so, you know, we have our own growth and we go into character development. And so, you know, loving yourself and reminding yourself that you are worth it is the best advice I can give you. Okay, I'm going to move on. Certified Loverboy Teaser by Drake reminded me of Salvador Dali's 360 art experience done by the art community online. Ariana Grande's song came in perfect for voting time as it was it was very iconic and the way she had her art and fashion it was already trending on um was already trending online which is crazy. It was so viral and then so now I want to talk about the song oh everybody's premiering songs right so oh I'm probably gonna vote last minute knowing my family my family votes last minute so I know my family's gonna vote last minute um so moving on so yours golden just premiered they just had a teaser so I wrote down what I thought of the teaser at the time so when he released a teaser online I thought oh no you know um what's it gonna be about because he was in the tunnel and he was he made it look like he was just zooming zooted like he was zooted in that hallway you know what I mean <laughs> like um you know as long as the audience is like super fascinated by it I'm pretty sure it would be like really cool just like we got into it so um so when I did see the music uh, music video um I was an early bird I saw you know like early bird gets the worm and it was so nostalgic I think he was in Italy for a year I think before he was in Japan while he was writing his other um his second album and so you know his music video reminded me of a memory that I had because I have um, a lot of things that were inspired by that, and so, um, yeah, so it reminded me of a memory, and I just love that, uh, oh, I haven't worked out all week, except for arm workout day, so that's a recent, because that's, you know, how I've been talking about my fitness journey, in one session of gymnastics, style stretching with MadFit. MadFit is a really good fitness instructor on YouTube. She's like one of my favorites. I think she just had a baby, actually. You can go see it. Um, I haven't seen the video. I knew I, I got the notification because I'm subscribed to her and I really love what she does. And I'm so happy for that. She's, she's so, she, she really deserves it. You know, when you just love a fitness instructor, it's like the best, the best thing in the world. Anyways, so while I was doing... Uh, a very deep leg stretch, you know, like the ones where you do a gymnastic stretch, you put your leg up in the air, and then you um, try to do the splits, and then you hold it in the middle. Um, 
yeah, so I did feel, feel the stretch because she taught me another, um, so, you know, your butt placement when you're on the mat, your, your yoga mat, so I had to readjust that, and so when I did that, I could go into a deeper, um, stretch when I, she said to put, um, because, you know, when you do the middle split, and then you have to lean forward, so we had to go a little bit further than that, and so that helped me, and I know it's weird, is that when I did stretches like that, I didn't do that, and so I realized that, you know, I could have actually had like a way better workout. So I'm just really glad that I learned that tip. And so, yeah, I did feel the burn in my legs, but also my legs were kind of tired and it made me realize that I overworked my legs. Anyway, so I need to get back on the fast track. I had a mind-blowing self-realization that I eat a lot of avocados. I mean, and I eat a lot of takeout because I have an album in my phone where I take a picture of every single thing that I've made at home instead of work going out to eat. And I'm just trying to diet and it's just really hard. And so I realized that I have a lot of avocados because I'm a Spanish person and American at the same time. So it's like, you know, it's a blend of both. We have hot wings one day. We'll have uh, pasole in the wintertime. But okay, I'm just <laughs> going to move on. So there's a small segment I have. Would I date my ex again based off the zodiac sign? Last week, I ran out of room to talk about Sagittarius when I mentioned Mel Virgo. Don't worry, that's included today, as well as my first sign for this episode. Da -da 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 -dum. Taurus. Taurus is the most compatible sign with mine, which is Virgo. We vibed right from the start. Taurus has hidden talents. My Taurus had the best dancing skills. I think it's funny how now, looking back, he had a dance song. He's Korean. So I took up a dance lesson just to copy his dance. And I posted it on Facebook with the video and everything. And I just embarrassed myself because it didn't look as good as his. And he made it look so easy, but obviously he has he has a instructor and years of practice. But at the time, I thought he was a perfect catch. Um, but I was dating someone else more seriously at the time, you know, oof, scandal. But, you know, now years later, we can start revealing a lot of the hot tea that we just kept under wraps. Because there's a lot of tea I have. I kept it under wraps. And slowly, slowly, over the years, I decided it's like the more comfortable time to just let some of that resurface. So, yeah, so I was dating him while I was dating someone else, but we were on a break. And so, um, but I was dating the other person more seriously at the time. So that's why Taurus was kind of like in the backseat of that. And, but I broke up with them before I was dating Taurus. So Taurus was conflicted with that because Taurus also knew the person that I was dating at the time. Um, we didn't have huge issues in the official breakup. I know it was kind of awkward for their friendship, you know. Um, but would I date Taurus again? I'd say no, and that is because he is happily married now, and I'm so happy for him, but I have to rank each relationship based on the zodiac sign, so I would give this a 9 out of 10. Okay, so this is the last part of a show as I wrap up. Sagittarius is the troublemaker of the zodiac signs. He's a nice guy, he looks like a nice guy, and he's friendly, but he's literally trouble in disguise. Sagittarius has two different personalities into one you would think he'd be mistaken as a Gemini. Emphasis on why I don't have a good impression of Sagittarius at the time is because we were both had a lot of issues because we were both partying and drinking and just dating other people. And he reminded me of Charlie Sheen. He was a big himbo and we love himbos now. But, you know, we also love catboys. And we were polar opposites since I was a reader and blogging and Tumblr, but I was getting really good grades. He was a polar opposite. So he threw a lot of parties would I date Sagittarius again? 
Uh, remember, I am blocking their real names in real life. So if I, you know, go into more detail, you would know exactly who I'm talking about, Bessac Sagittarius and who Virgo is. You would know who everybody is. <laughs> I think, I think, um, Capricorn and Aries and, you know, it's just more, it was more obvious. It will always be more obvious to what it really was. But I say, would I date him again? Oh, here we go again. There was just a lot of trauma behind that. Like, just, you know, I had to go into deep thought for this one since there was a list of things I wish I didn't have to look twice. But I say overall, yes, because he was still a bimbo. And his, uh, I think there's a TikTok trend. Why say more when less words do best style tweets made me laugh ironically. So I'd rate this relationship an 8 out of 10. I knocked up a point because I felt like I compared him to Mel Virgo. And I felt like Mel, Mel Virgo, they, he wasn't as problematic as Sagittarius. But he was, like, uh, you know when you rank people? I was like, yeah, it makes so much sense. I unfortunately cannot say their names. But if you saw them, you would know why. So next week, I think I'm going to wrap up the horoscope segment. Because I didn't ha date the entire zodiac. But mostly it's because there's a lot of repeating signs. And I feel like the listener would get really confused. Also, I'm going to extend the music reviews I see via SoundCloud and Apple Music and Spotify. So I really hope you enjoyed my little heart-to-heart -heart conversation about self-love today. As always, have a good afternoon, morning, evening, and goodbye.